Blog Talk Radio. you can hear me. This is Peggy and Easy. Um, having some problems again. Um, can you hold on one second, please?
Bear with me if you can hear me. My board went down. I don't know if you can hear me, but give me a few seconds if you can. They'll work it on the board. If you can hear me out there, have patience. You can still call in. I don't know if you can hear me, but we'll find out in a minute. Should be uh, okay in a couple seconds. One more minute. Hi, Melissa. You there? Hi. Hi. Did you, could you hear me that whole time or not? Yes. Okay, because my board went down totally on me and I it crashed, so I wasn't sure if you heard me. And uh, we have a call already on the other line, but uh, <clears throat> was ever calling in tonight? I just want to let you know. Uh, we'll be taking uh, questions uh, within a half an hour or so. Just so hang on and listen. I'll take first come, first serve. I see a <clears throat> area code uh, 865 number coming in. Uh, if you want to uh, talk to us, just press the number one. <clears throat> so anyhow, I'm going to start the show over. I hit the wrong song, so I'm sorry about the cursing in it, but it wasn't a bad song. Uh, I'm Peggy Amanisi. Um, this is my show, Signs Our Loved Ones Send to Us. This is Melissa M., who is my niece and my co-host of my show. And she's also my um, editor of my books and my poems. And um, I'm bringing Melissa on now. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I think we should uh, have a little birthday song for you. Tomorrow's your birthday. 
Yeah. 21? Thank you. 21. Yes, of course. Yep. <laughs> of course. 21 forever. 21 yeah. forever. So how was your week? Talk to me. Talk to me. My talk week to was me. good. You know yeah. I'm trying to live a very positive lifestyle and look at the brighter things in life. So just taking that one day at a time, but it's doing good. What about you? How was your life? Actually, um, I had a couple good things happen to me yesterday. Uh, something I've been praying on. It's uh, going to make my life a little easier, and uh, it's been a long time coming. So uh, I'm um, looking forward to a brighter future, you know. And, and because of this, I can help more people. And uh, so I'm just a uh, little more time to wait, but uh, I'll, we'll be helping a lot more people with uh, what I'm going through. Okay. Oh, that's great. Um, well, you know, tonight our, our show is, you know, of course our show is signs our loved ones send us, and kind of like what we write about in my uh, my book, the bestseller. I don't even know if I said it. I'm so tired tonight. I was so excited about my good news yesterday. I couldn't sleep all night, guys. So bear Aww, with me tonight. From all the excitement. So, well, people are probably happy to say, "Oh, she'll finally shut that big mouth of hers." No, <laughs> so, anyhow, I'm not saying that. So how is? Um, anyhow, um, my my show is called Signs from Our Love. Um, Signs from Our What is it? I don't even know the name of my show. Signs from Our Love. Yeah, the signs our loved ones send us. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about that as usual and angel encounters, uh, real life angel encounters. And I hope people will call in and share their stories. Um, I've had some of my own. Um, Melissa's had some of hers or it's been around people that experienced it and uh, many other people have that I've talked to uh, like a lot of the other authors I've had on my show they've talked about it and signs uh, a lot of them have lost children like me um, of course you know my book is Rainbows, Butterflies and One Last Hug it's available on Amazon um, my publisher is Balboa Press uh, Division of Hay House uh, you can get Kindle, hard copy, and soft copy, and I talk about that, uh, about my life in the book, my spirituality, the loss of many, including my two children, cystic fibrosis, and uh, some of my poetries in that, and also, um, you know, we talk about the angel encounters, and signs our loved ones send us, and uh, tonight, uh, we're going to kind of uh, be on an Easter theme, what do you think, Melissa, about I think the true meaning of Easter? yeah, definitely. Yeah, and one of the... Th- uh, Easter's what? April twentieth this year, right? I think. I think so. Yeah. Well, that movie's coming out uh, with a little boy. His name is um, Colton Burpo. I, I hope I'm saying that right. B U R P O. Uh, he's a son of a minister at four years old. Uh, Colton uh, got appendicitis, went into the hospital, and he didn't actually die, but. God actually let him visit heaven. He's a son of a minister, and even his father, from what I understand, being a minister, had to kind of like take a second look at the things that this kid was coming out with because there's things that he did not know. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit in the show, and then we'll be taking callers. And I have uh, somewhat of a script about um, – actually, an uh, excerpt that I downloaded today on the book, uh, Heaven is Real. And um, – but anyhow, we're going to be talking about that, and uh, Melissa and I'll be sharing some of the stories that maybe we haven't talked about before. We've talked about yeah. quite a few. Anyhow, um, uh, what else can I say? Um, well, you know what, Melissa, we all have a story to tell, don't we? I mean, no yeah. matter what you, what we what we do in life, or you could be a custodian, you could be a nurse, you could be a rocket scientist. We all have a story to tell, and. I feel that we're all here for the same purpose, is to bring others closer to spirit, mm-hmm. to God, and uh, to work through whatever issues he puts us here on earth for. Right. Um, I feel like every challenge makes you stronger. So I feel like mm-hmm. even though we go through struggles and hard times, 
if you come out of it okay and you have friends and you have family around you, those are the most important things. Well, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, too, because first of all, I want to say my, my, I'm not, um, you know, um, Oral Roberts here. This is not a sermon. I am very spiritual. I've had many encounters. I'm also intuitive. So is Melissa. Uh, so God has blessed us both with a gift that I hid for years. Melissa, obviously, we both hid it for years, but uh, we, uh, we've we come out. We've come out of the closet with our gift, haven't we, Melissa? God is sort of, you yeah. know, that we both... Um, we can see things maybe, well, I think, I think we're all intuitive to a point. So um, I think God bless us more. Like, you know, people like Teresa Caputo, like I, and, uh, uh, John Edwards. Um, you know, I'm not going to put us in that category, but we're, we're getting there. We're pretty close. Mm-hmm. You know, my, some of my personal favorites, intuitive Deborah, I can't read me. So I go to her and Melissa and I, we kind of maybe can read each other to a point, but we're so close with our connections. It's kind of hard to read each other, right. but maybe we'll get, We'll get some readings in tonight. Um, we're both, like I said, intuitive. Melissa's a teacher and an editor and went to school for that. But she also also does um, something that I don't do with my intuitiveness, but I think I may be coming close to it because I, I don't write well, period. But you do, what is it called again, spiritual writing? Yeah. What do you call it? I do you think there's another pictures, name. Pictures or do you mean writing, writing poems? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you mean like spiritual writing, like poetry, no, no, no. I'm or did you about mean like when, we're doing a when I'm seeing no, when we're doing a reading, not at a, we're both yeah, I can write pictures. Both. If somebody asks me about a certain person, I can write pictures and see things um, that way easier than I can just saying it all. Yeah, see, I uh, I'm more of a talker. You think, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa? Actually, when we're what? reading somebody, you? We kinda, yeah, go figure, huh? Such go a figure. Surprise. <laughs> Forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, we joke too. We uh, life's you're, you're supposed to live, love, and laugh, and you can go through hell on earth, which is, which I think we are in hell at times. And uh, but you got to keep on going because we're all given a job to do, and uh, it's do or die. Like I've said on many shows, uh, we all go through trials and tribulations. And um, one thing that pressed me about this book, Melissa, with uh, with uh, um, Colton. Colton? Yeah, he he was four years old when this happened to him, and it's out of the mouth of babes, like my mom used to say. I mean, you you gotta believe. I mean, he. Uh, I personally know myself with my four children, the two that are now deceased and two that are still here, that they had their guardian angels. Um, they used to give them names. Um, Meg's was Aunt Gretchen. I think I've talked about it before. Donnie, uh, Danny's with Anne Marie. Um, Mark had Jim and Frank. And Donnie had, uh, what the hell was it, Zeke. <laughs> and that's my dog you know what? name. <laughs> For my dog, oh, oh, really? that's my dog, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's kind of ironic, huh? So yeah, anyhow, but they used these guys, so I just figured out they're just being little kids. But I realized as time went on, especially right before my son passed away, uh, he rallied uh, about a week uh, week before, well, no, a couple of days before he went into the coma and then never came out of. But he rallied where he seemed totally well again. And... Um, and one of the things with the rally with him, one of the things he used to say to Jim and Frank when he was, he was about uh, Colton's age is uh, he used to be out in his little Tykes mobile, which I've talked about on shows before, and he'd hang his arm out the door, and he had that little raspy, froggy voice of his always since he was little. We called him Froggy at times. And Mark would say, I would yell, you know, where are you going? He goes, well, I'm going with Jim and Frank. I said, where are you going? He goes, we're going to the bar, to the salad bar to drink some vinegar. 
So I'm like, okay, (laughs) whatever, go with your bad self, you know. Right before Mark died, when he was rallying, about a week before he died, maybe nine days, all he wanted, and this kid couldn't eat the last days of his life. It was really horrific, which I've talked about before. But that night when I walked in the room, he seemed well. He was combing his hair. I'm not even going to go into the whole thing. All he wanted was food with vinegar, and he goes, make sure it's real vinegar. So I think Jim and Frank were his guardian angels, and they came and they were around him, and that was his sign to me before he passed. Mom, my my angels are with me. Okay. And I think we all just need to believe. I mean, we go to church, like I said before, we sit in pews for the same thing I'm telling you. You know, we believe there's a heaven. Um, Some of us have gifts uh, for whatever reason. I think we all have gifts, you know. I think some are afraid. Some don't want to use them. I was afraid for years. I thought I was nuts. I'm sure a lot of people would would not beg to differ with me. (laughs) But it was hard keeping it inside and knowing I had this gift. It was scary for me. And now I don't care. I mean, it's happened so much, and you'll see it in my writing. And it's not just about venting. It's about getting the word out. I mean, I'm showing up for work. God wants me to do a job. And, yeah, uh, I feel like if you're given a gift, you shouldn't waste it because there's a reason that you specifically have it. You know what I mean? And we all do have. We all come here with a gift. We all come right. here with a job to do. And right. it's, so uh, it's all part thing. of it. Yeah, it's part of the test and the process of uh, learning here. That's right. what we're here on Earth to do is learn. I mean, we're only here for a short time. It's a blink of an eye, you know. And um, anyhow, I and I feel like, too, I mean, part of my what happened yesterday was like a double whammy in a positive way that I won't go into my personal business, but I've been very stressed about many things, of course. Of course, my loss, I miss my children terribly and my, the rest of my family. And... Uh, but I've been stressed out about a lot of things, and uh, I keep a lot under wraps. And I had two pretty big miracles yesterday, so I guess God felt that timing was right for me, and it's going to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thanks, big guy, because I don't know how much more I could take, you know. You need and to listen to the Frozen song, Let It Go. <laughs> I'm sorry? You need to listen to the song from Frozen, Let It Go. It's such an uplifting song, and it just kind of like, Let's you release all your fears and all the things you worry about and feel free. Mm-hmm. You should listen yep. to it. Yeah, well, I don't know the groups because we're, we're kind of generations apart. I mean, some of them do. Right. You kind of turn me but on that one you go sort of the um, – and I've been playing a lot of their music lately, I found. Um, what's the one you went to see with your cousin in Florida? Rascal Flatts? Yes, I love their music. And They're my so favorite. I- well, I just started, I had heard a song, and I realized, oh, gosh, that's the one that Melissa goes to see all over Florida, oh, all over the yeah. place. Oh, yeah. I'm their biggest fan. Me and my cousin are the Rascal yeah. Flatts fans of the year, I swear. Well, they are awesome. You know, they yeah. are awesome. They're Like my uh, the girl that was and on last week, spiritual. Michelle Dean. Everything that they sing about, they're they're very spiritual, too. They're amazing. Well, like I was trying to say last week, I had a guest. Uh, Melissa was sick with bronchitis, and she couldn't be on. And uh, we had a great guest, uh, Michelle DeAngelis. Uh, she plays at the Croton River Creek, I think it is, in um, – uh, I think it's off of um, 202 up there near uh, Somers, Croton Falls area. And she's every third week at – what is it, Six Grapes? Is that the one in Beaksville? Six Grapes, they call it now? I'm not sure. They're in Division Street. I think it's called Sixth Grade. Whatever grapes. She's there every, oh gosh, uh, every third Wednesday, I think it is. And they have ladies' nights. I want to give them a little plug. And 
thanking Michelle again for being on. I have some of her music, which will continue playing on the show. She's a great artist. Uh, she writes her music. Young girl, <clears throat> mother of a nine-year-old, and uh, has directed uh, shows and plays and all kinds of things. But music was great and very spiritual, and I, I, that's the kind of people I want on the show. It's not just about our readings and our intuitiveness and our our so-called dramas, a lot of people think, or, you know, um, uh, venting, which, of course, this show is about that. But it's about people with gifts, all kinds of gifts, that whether, you know, uh, spiritually brings us to a higher plane. Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we all need to figure out uh, uh, what we all need to bring us to our higher purpose. You know, you got to take the, uh, you ready for it? The lemons and turn them into lemonade. There you, you go. Know, you got to take been through and make something out of it, you know. I even at one point, I, I did a chapter in the book, and I won't go on anymore about that. I'm almost to the end of this, and I'm going to read an excerpt from the book and a, a poem I wrote this week for Easter. Um, but anyhow, I wrote about uh, a DWI I had gotten in 2006 after my sister had passed and uh, kind of saved my life. It almost killed me, but it almost it saved my life, but it made me aware of what we should and shouldn't do. And also, even losing my children brought me to a higher spiritual plane. It's not that I went off the deep end. It just brought me to another level of my spirituality by the signs they show me and, and to show that we have a higher purpose. And obviously, their jobs are complete. So I've, I've had to, even as a grieving parent, accept that. And uh, my human side uh, kills me. <laughs> Still days I cry because I'm human, you know. I vent I, I like any other grieving parent. But I have to bring myself to the higher purpose of who I'm meant to be. So one day again, I will join them, you know. <clears throat> and um, anyhow, so like I said, I'm not trying to do a sermon here. It's, just, it's about our life lessons and helping others and, uh, you know, um, our friendships are very important. That's something else I want to bring up. And I, I think in this excerpt they talk about that, that, you know, we meet a lot of people. Do you agree, Melissa, in life? And it doesn't mean they're our friend. They come in. It's like a season. They come in for a purpose in our life. Do you agree? Right. I feel like every single person can change you and inspire you. And those that, you know, that we might meet and be like, oh, you know, they're not the best people to hang around with. If we really take the time yeah. to get to know them, every single person, like, you know, like they say in the poem, like it leaves a footprint on your heart. It changes you. And it inspires mm -hmm. you for a greater good. I feel like that's why God puts certain people in our lives. Yeah, even the good and the bad and the ugly. I mean, I've had people right. in my life that I were, well, I knew they weren't the greatest, uh, you know, but I, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. I got my own problems. But they, they've come into my life, and then I get to know them, and I'm like, holy, you know, what, the, what, am I, what was I thinking? But they've taught me to live differently. They, I'm like, well, right. I don't want to do what they're doing, what you, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I'm not. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it's like, it's all about. The, the the learning experience, you know, it's yeah. like and know when to way and when to walk away, you know, because sometimes you just have to do that. Uh, you have to walk away with people from people. I mean, it's not. I, I mean, we wish this was a perfect world. I I'm sure we all do. You know that we all would uh, get along. You know, um, what's that song? Smile on your people. Love your brother. Everybody get together. You know. Um, uh, song back from the 60s, early 70s, late 60s, I think. You know, we, we all want to get along. I mean, we all need to love each other. It doesn't mean we have to like each other. You know what I'm saying? Well, I wouldn't say like most. I would say like what other people do. Right. And I've, I've rid of a lot. Of, no, I would say good. Yeah, I've gotten rid of a lot of people in my life that, that, that came for a season and 
and it wasn't using them and them using me. It was to learn lessons, I guess, from both of us, you know, and uh, I'm okay with it now. I'm, I used to feel bad. I wanted to be everybody's friend, but you can't be because some people's lifestyle, they haven't grown. They, they still, some people can be in their 40s and 50s. They still haven't grown, mm-hmm. and they still have lessons to learn, and, and, and when they're going down, they're not taking me with them, so I have to walk away, yeah. and that's where I'm at, that point I'm at in life, so, you know, I, I'm not holding any grudges against anybody, but I'm not taking any crap either, you know what I mean? Of course. Um, you know, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, before I read the excerpt from, um, uh, uh, what is it, Heaven is for Real, it's, mm-hmm. it's the excerpt's about Heaven Changes Everything, um, it's a couple-minute read, you know, and uh, I, I got something out of it. And uh, I'd like to play uh, a song that uh, Michelle that was on last week, The Angelus. Uh, I'm going to play one of her songs right now. Listen to the words if you can. It's called Same. Okay? So we'll play the song, Melissa. I'll put you on hold. And okay. we'll come back on for a minute. We'll read this, and then we'll start taking, um, taking callers. Okay? That sounds great. Okay, here we go. This one is programmed right into my audio clip, so the only one I could. I don't know what the heck's wrong with this stupid board. Okay, here we go. Michelle D'Angelo's the same. Let's hope it works. I never saw it coming. I never You can't even look inside You're afraid of what you already show I don't need a message I don't need a heart I know I'm selfish, I know I'm cruel But the role I play, well it's time to change that part Everyone knows I'm with the show Thank you. 
explain But it makes me feel like I'll never be the same Nothing of mine Nothing I find Good enough is not good Michelle DeAngelis. Uh, she has a, a page you can Google it with uh, where she uh, is appearing with her music now. And um, uh, like I said, she'll be at Six Grapes. I think it's Wednesdays every other uh, every third Wednesday, Ladies Night, um, Croton River Creek. I may be wrong, but if you go to her page, Michelle DeAngelis, D E A N G E L I S. Google Michelle again. Thank you for your music. It's beautiful, Melissa. What did you think of the song? That was incredible. She reminds me of Alicia Keys. She's so talented. Really? Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's so got a little Mariah Carey, a little uh, <clears throat> little everything going on there. You know, she yeah, actually she's sounds amazing. a little bit. Like, she and she writes all her music, you know, and That's uh, she's very into the. She, she and she's a beautiful spirit, and and we we started talking about our spirituality and whatever last week and her inspirational music and we went into Obamacare and we went into the uh, the uh, heroin epidemic in our area uh, right now it's been terrible uh, Melissa and I lost a family member a year ago to it a uh, great kid you know and uh, we went we touched on a lot of subjects last week you know but i have some callers i just want to let my callers know that um if you want to speak to us you need to press the number 1 to get into the queue um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i'll i'll try to bring you on if you don't want to talk just say no i just called to listen so that's not a problem cuz the queue doesn't always work and i i don't want any hard feelings here um you know what, I decided instead of reading the script, because uh, I'm tired, <laughs> I just want to talk about the, what some of the, the, issue, the issues, the subjects uh, they talked about. Like I said, this kid was a son of a preacher, um, and uh, he saw things. He said when he went to heaven, he uh, visited 
with his sister that he never knew his mother had lost a baby prior. Things that this kid wouldn't know. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Just because he was a preacher's son didn't mean they filled his head with stuff to, to make up to write a book and become a bestseller and do a movie. And like I said, the movie comes out. I would, I would, uh, I would like uh, tell you to go see it. I think it's awesome. It's right along the. Uh, the avenue that I'm trying to touch, you know, and, and, and bring people closer to heaven because it is real. And uh, there's no fear. Like my daughter, Meg, there is no fear. That was her favorite expression. No, life is fear. Life is pain. Life is hurt. You know, so give us some what, what you're feeling about this, Melissa, and then, then we're going to start taking some callers. Um, I want you to share a story about an angel encounter that you uh, went through with someone. Would you share that story with us tonight? Um, the angel encounter? Yes. With my uncle? Oh, the happening. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, um, the, the counter would tell, you know, what he was on your mother's side of the family. I said, you don't have to say yeah, names Yeah, he was on my mother's but... side of the family, and he had actually, he was pronounced dead, and he had a heaven experience that I want to share with all of you. Okay. So <clears throat> my great-uncle Pat had a heart attack, and he was clinically dead. So while he right. was dead, he had a near-death experience. He saw the tunnel. He saw the very bright light, and he saw his parents, um, my great-grandparents, greeting him in heaven. So now he celebrates that day as a special anniversary every year, and he calls it the day of his death and of his actual rebirth. And he's still alive? He's still alive, and he tells us the story, and it's amazing. It made me – I mean, I've always been a big believer in heaven, but when I heard his story, it made me believe just even that much more hearing that mm-hmm. exactly how you hear it described from people, that they say, oh, there's a tunnel and there's this. And I would hear it and I'd be like, okay, that's nice, whatever. But then when I heard it from my real family member, <clears> I was like, this is not fake. This is real. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is authentic. So. Well, why would I mean, people have to be crazy to make this stuff up. I mean, come right. on, you know. Right. And I, uh, I had a, a couple encounters myself. One, after my DWI, I went into a bar <laughs> with, a, mm-hmm. with an ex-boyfriend's brother. And I knew I shouldn't be there, but I was just out of it. I was still, you know, suffering the um, mourning of my sister, and I wasn't driving anymore after that. But uh, I went into a bar, and I knew I shouldn't be there, and I was feeling really guilty. And this guy sitting next to me, and he looked at me, and I swear the guy was an angel. Because uh, he looked at me, he goes, you don't know me, and you wouldn't know, you wouldn't think I'd be here, but you know who I am. Because he must have knew I was, you know, intuitive. And he goes, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And it, it really freaked me out. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I know that was an angel encounter. And he was—he looked like any other guy, you know. Yeah, like and, a regular um, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I always have my Easter experiences. I experienced something last week I wrote about with a friend of my son's. That had, he uh, basically was dead, this kid. Uh, you know, he came to see me last week, and it was we shared stories. And maybe go into that in the show later or, or whatever. I see one of our callers drops. So if you want to call back in, call back in to listen at uh, 347-838-9201. Um, you can Google Peggy S. Imanisi, Block Talk Radio, to just listen. You can also, if you go to uh, my page and uh, click on my picture. You can Skype the show, our international calls, because my show is worldwide. Our show is worldwide, not just my show. And um, and you can Skype us and talk to us that way also. So anybody can get to us all over the world, you know. 
So we're here for you all. And, um, oh, I had the other encounter. It's always around Easter, so I'm waiting. It's not quite Easter yet. So uh, two years in a row I've had them. And this was close with my son's friend coming over last week. But it, it happened. It always happens at the dock. When I go down to the dock, it starts there. But I had the two encounters with mats uh, over the mem- – one you were involved with because that was when you were at the um, – you were trying on dresses, and the girl came in and looked like my late daughter, your cousin. Right. Remember when you're trying on I remember that thing the hat. Well, that was Matt, and the year prior to that, this little boy Matt came up to me, and it, it's going to be my next book, Racing Hannes in Heaven, which is going into detail about our angel encounters, uh, the signs, my intuitiveness, some of the readings I've done. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not mentioning names of the people. If they want to be in the book, you can just let me know because I've done several readings, and I don't charge, by the way. Uh, and I, I don't do them for everybody, but I've been doing a lot, and I'm doing a few a week. You know, people know that I'm doing it, and they call me, and it's like, wow. But it's to help people. I feel this gift's to help people. It's not just about making money. I could use it, but, you know, right now I'm not taking anything for it, okay? So, um, you know, it, it is what it is, and it's a gift, and uh, I'm going to use it. I'm not going to be afraid of it, and I don't care what people think. I know it's true. I've It's been documented. Uh, you know, Melissa knows somebody that I read that worked with her, and I didn't even know she worked with her. Out of the blue, I did a Teresa Caputo on her, didn't I? <laughs> yes. You were Peggy Caputo. And, yeah, Peggy Caputo, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. But, of course, Melissa knew I had the gift. And it was just, I think, the validate to her. And I didn't know this girl worked with her. But it was it was kind of weird. And that kind of, like, brought me out more because now I was walking up to people here and there and saying, well, this, this lady must be nuts until I start reading them. You know? Right, and I well, figured, I feel Teresa like it on their confidence, too, because she came up to me and she was like, your aunt is gifted. She is like Teresa Caputo. And mm-hmm. hearing that, of course, you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know? You were spot on yeah, about I mean, every you knew single I already, thing that you told I her. I mean, you didn't know. We kind of bounced it off each other because Melissa and I share a um, a spiritual connection, being blood, of course. You know, she's my youngest brother, Lee, who's now a minister, um, uh, daughter. And uh, so we're, we're, we got the same bloodline, but we have a kind of a niece aunt soul connection where we our readings bounce off of each other like she'll call me yeah. up and say, you know what happened i'm like well the same thing happened to me today so we go back and forth right it's kind of like bad right. with us yeah, it's crazy it so is. we we validated our gifts to ourselves which made oh shoot screen just went down again okay it's up uh, i need a new computer anybody want to send me a new computer <laughs> I hate this thing. <laughs> everything that got ruined for Hurricane Sandy, I lost everything but this computer, but it's here to aggravate me. So anyway, I have a call on the line. I'm going to see if they want to come on and tell a story. If not, um, I'll just tell them, you know, okay, just hold on and listen to the show. Okay, so hold on one second. Hello, caller 0721. Did you want to speak on the show? Hello? Yes. Did you want to uh, contribute to the show? Well, actually, I, I was listening to your um, both of your um, stories. Um, they're very beautiful, very beautiful. Oh, th- oh thank can you. I ask your can I ask your first name and where you're from? Uh, the state you're from. Um, my first name is Sharon, and I okay, live Sharon. And where are you uh, where are you from? What, what state? Uh, presently, I am living in the state of Tennessee. Where do y'all live? Oh, great. We're in New York. Wow, that's yeah. We're New we're in New York. We're in New yeah. York. But the, the show is worldwide. Have you come on the show before? Your voice sounds familiar. Did we ever do a reading or something for you? Or I don't know if you've no. come on before. 
Oh, wow. No. Okay, cool, no. cool. Would you like to share a story with us? Have you ever had an experience? or um, What made you call into the show? What, what, what turns you on to the show? Um, well, I'm very interested in, um, well, I guess they call it the mediumship, I guess now, right? Um, right, so, or our intuitiveness, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, so I'm very interested in that because... Mm-hmm. I have a loved one in um, transition to heaven, and uh, mm-hmm. so I have a—I um, guess you would say—a a vested interest in um, people's awareness. You know. Okay. Have you ever been read by an? Have you ever been read by an intuitive? Have you ever had a reading by an intuitive or a medium? Uh, yeah, just recently I have. Um, had um, just a few readings. Um, it's very interesting because um, um, I think the most important thing with it that I feel like helps people is the uh, evidential uh, evidence. You know, like when yes, exactly. I gave a reading to one of my grieving mothers yesterday. Um, I belong to, I'm a grieving mother. I've lost uh, my son, Mark, uh, February 2011, cystic fibrosis. He was 22. And I lost my only daughter on Mother's Day 2002, um, 28 Meg to cystic fibrosis, both children. Uh, it's developed me more. I've always had the gift, but I never used it because I was afraid of it. But it's developed me more because they started sending me so many signs, and my books tell about the signs. And and like you're saying, first of all, Melissa and I pray. We we her dad's a minister. My father also, her grandfather worked for the church fifty years, and very spiritual. Very we love God, love Jesus, and uh, we love everybody. Uh, you know, whether whatever religion you are, we're, there's one God as far as I'm concerned. And uh, we pray to the white light. We don't do any negative energy. We, we, there are dark energies out there, so we, we, we pray b- before we do the show for only for God to bring in the white light and, and, and spirits of the white light to help others. So I just want everyone to know that on here. We're not into witchcraft or Ouija boards or tarot cards or any of that stuff. So uh, that's the only thing we do. We do. And um, do you, are you picking up anything on her, Melissa? Would you like maybe a reading if we find picking up on you? Well, you're welcome to see if you could connect with one of my loved ones if you uh, feel okay. Um, like what do you? Like I'm I'm feeling a, a male. Am, am I right? Yeah, I was feeling the name Ashton or something like that. Ashton. Ashton. Um, it starts with an A. With an A. Yeah. Um, think. Um, That's the only thing I saw as you started talking. So. Well, was it a child? A few minutes, but. <laughs> Well, Did you lose I a child? Uh, no, I have not lost. A, well, um, did you have a miscarriage? Like, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's uh, picking up on a on a male a male male, uh, and it, it doesn't matter whether they they were born or not. They're still they're still souls, you know. Um, right. I'm picking up on a male, uh, a child. Okay. What are you What are you feeling, Melissa? Um. I don't have anything other than that name so far, sadly. Does that name ring, ring a bell to you, Sharon, or are you getting well, any? Um, um, Ashton, uh, actually, I have a brother 
who is in heaven, and his name was, or is, his name is, I should say, Elton, E-L-T-O-N. Really? Mm-hmm. So well, very close. See, we, that was very you know, close. It, yeah, well, that's, I, I was doing a reading yesterday on, uh, like I said, I, I belong to a grieving parent group, many, and I, uh, you know, we counsel each other, and, um, because we understand each other, and they, a lot of them know I do readings, and I had this woman kind of call me, um, not call me, notify me yesterday, and I, I did a reading, and I was right on the money with everything. And uh, So we, we do this to help people, and uh, I explained to her, too. Sometimes I'll see a letter, like, you remember Laverne and Shirley show, you see the big L? Yeah, like the L. You know, that, that was on her shirt back in the day. That's kind of like when, when Melissa says A or Ashton, something close. Like I said one name, and it, it, actually I got another uh, person this week. I got her, her. She was married several times. I got all her husband's names, even middle names. Sometimes we luck out that way. Sometimes we see the letter like like R for Robert or Roy, and, and she actually had both Robert and Roy, and you know what I'm saying? So oh. that name is that's uh, That's close. Uh, so do, do you think that's her brother coming through then, Melissa? The name is very close. It might close. be. I just I see someone with like bright blue eyes. Somebody that likes to read. Um, that's about it so far, though. Sadly, I don't have anything else. Does yeah, that sound right to you? Yeah, I'm try- uh, Yeah, bright blue eyes. Um, that is um, in line with the with the family. Um, blue eyes tend to dominate. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but they do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, got a mix. So I'm one of six. Three are brown-eyed, two green-eyed, and one blue-eyed. So, Aww. so uh, yeah, by the same parents. But um, so w- did you want to connect with your brother? Is that who you were thinking about, or was it a husband? A uh, husband, really, one that it was the husband? Oh, I'm feeling a husband. She's feeling a brother. But, you know, a lot of times when they come through, like I've lost many. I've lost my husband, my son, my daughter, my brother, my sister, both parents and nephew, and all the rest, okay, in a very short time. And when I can't read myself, so I see a medium. I usually see intuitive Deborah uh, Hamlin in my area. She's one of, uh, I think, five in the country now. And I've just lucked out. She's in my area, and she's been reading me since my sister passed. And um, like she says too, she goes, "Peg, you got so many over here." And they they try to all come through at once because they all want to they all want to give messages because they're they're here they're always around you, but they're they're and so you probably got your brother coming through. She's picking up on the brother. I'm picking up on the husband. Is the husband's name Dale? I'm feeling D with him. D is there a D in his name? There is a D in his name. Yes. What did you is say? It Dale Donald. David. I was seeing a J. I was seeing like a Jake or a Jack or something. Well, actually, his um, name is uh, Jody. J O. Okay. So there's the J. Okay. There's okay. So the she's J. getting the. J. I'm getting the D. I said the D. <laughs> Jody. Makes yeah. see, see how we work. We work together. We balance yeah, out. Yeah. He's coming through. He's. Um, I'm feeling an April connection. Is the anniversary, your anniversary coming up with him, his death date, his birthday, something significant in April, around the uh, 18th, yes. the middle of the month? April would be his uh, angelversity. <laughs> it was around the 18th? The 18th? Uh-huh. April. Yes, April 15th. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I knew it was close. I was seeing my 
My April May is bad month for me. My dad died April 18th on my late sister's birthday. My brother died April 21st, day before his own birthday. And my husband died April 22nd on my brother's birthday. So I was seeing all three of my family coming around the 18th to the 21st, the middle of the month, like I'm saying. And when I speed up like this, is because they rev me up. I talk fast sometimes. so Yeah, I, you don't want to forget like, anything. Because... <laughs> They speed me up. They speed me up because their energy is so quick, and I see flashes all the time, you know. So, yeah, I was feeling around the middle of the... I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Was he in construction? Um, well... Uh, okay. Carpenter? Yes. Yes. I'm feeling a carpenter. Well, did he build something or make he, something? Well, he was a, um, a teacher, but he taught... Um, Woodworking? children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carpentry. Okay. See, I said carpenter. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing wood. Mm-hmm. Melissa's also a teacher besides being uh, intuitive and my editor, she's a teacher. But I yeah. was I was actually seeing her and I was seeing him with students and I was seeing carpentry and wood with him. So we got mm-hmm. that. So we got his name. Yeah, he he's around you, Sharon. He's around you. Um, how did he pass in an accident? Um Actually, he had a um, massive heart attack. Aww. Did it have something to do? Did something happen prior to that? Was it was a sudden? But something happened to stress him out prior to that. Um, I would say that he could have been had some stress. Yes, I, I think that's okay, wonder. You know, but oh yeah, no. But I'm saying, was there more stress right before his heart attack, or because that's why I said accident? I was seeing a lot of stress around him. Yeah, I would say there was some stress. Um, yeah. Okay. It had to have been. <laughs> okay. I've gone over it a gazillion times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know how we do. We um, question, like, you know, what happened. Right. Right. And, oh, we all do. Even though my children were born with their disease, I mean, I question every second of when they passed, you know? It's it's normal. It's part of being human, being intuitive or not. I'm human. I still have my feelings, and I'm not going to go on about me. But I go on about me so other people understand because there's going to be other people out there that have lost kids and whatever. So it's not about me. It's about understanding people that go through this. And um, um, so we, we, we picked up between her and I. Like I said, the, the twin psychics here. <laughs> we yeah, got his name. Yeah, really? We got his work. Well, you know, construction you know, carpentry, I said carpentry, she said construction, same thing, pretty much. Um, his passing, um, was there, okay, I'm feeling, hold on a second. He gave you something at one time, was it a ring or a necklace, and I'm seeing Oh, I was pearls. just going to say something like that, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm seeing pearls with diamonds around it, or something, a stone with diamonds around it, something that's very special to you. Did he give you something like that, of, maybe of a grandmother's or his mother or somebody? Um, well, yeah, he did all of those. Aw. Yeah. Okay, well, was so it a pearl with diamonds? Um, no, I think what you're, um, are you getting that on the ring or the necklace? I don't know. It's a piece of jewelry. Like I said, we're not always precise. Sometimes they, they See, what I'm clearer. seeing, I'm seeing like a lost wedding ring for some reason. Does that ring a bell? A lost, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that does. I keep seeing a picture of a, yeah. <laughs> a lost wedding ring. Yeah, we accidentally lost his wedding ring. <laughs> okay. I saw that. I kept seeing that. I was like, I got to yeah, say something. Yeah, we were working on the car, and I took it off 
I mean, I said, give it to me, I'll hold it, right, mm-hmm. while you repair the car. Right. And then right. I went into the store, I put it in my wallet, and I pulled out the money, and evidently when I did, I pulled out the ring, and it must have fallen out, and it was gone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, hmm. so it, things happen. I mean, but you know what I mean. It, it, it's so. It's I have a lot. I, I'm feeling something. Did you have a lot? Like most people have grass in their yard or whatever. Was there a lot of sand around when that happened? Was it very sandy in that area? Well, actually, we lived um, in Hawaii. If you're picking up sand. Okay, I'm picking up sand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, so you're you're where are you now? You Tennessee now? In Tennessee now, yes, mm. but we live okay. in Hawaii, so that's probably why you're getting sand. I'm seeing. Um, is that where you? Is that where he lost the ring, or you lost the ring in, in, so in that's Hawaii? That's where we got the ring. We got oh, the ring okay. in Hawaii. Well, that makes. Um, it was yeah, I was seeing lots of sand. I was seeing palm trees. So, and I knew Tennessee wasn't. I've never been to Tennessee, but I didn't think there was sand and palm trees like in Tennessee. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so, we were. Yeah, that's, we lived there for many years. And uh, we're uh-huh. married, married there. That's what you're wow. picking up okay. on the sand. He's just validating by me saying that, that, you know, right. this is not, I mean, it's, you could be living in a place where there's green grass all year. So, I mean, when I see the sand, it, it, it means something is what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. So uh, I I kind of felt like that the ring got buried in the sand. I I don't know. Maybe, I, I, that's what I was feeling. Well, where did the what was the ring lost in Tennessee or or, or why? In in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe what I'm saying is the ring was bought in Hawaii, and that's a lot of sand. You know. Right. Is there a someone in your family so, that uh, has a tattoo with angel wings? Attached to angel wings. The yeah, a tattoo with got, angel wings on it. No. Uh, is there anyone in my family with that? Uh, yes, I would think there there possibly could be a okay. family. Okay, I keep seeing that they tattoo have, too. So maybe you can ask them who has that tattoo. I, <laughs> I keep I seeing it pop that. up. So, did he ride a motorcycle? Who rode a motorcycle? Um, trying to think, who rode a motorcycle? Uh, well, he might have had a motorcycle. Um. You only but, if you know, you know I mean, because this is a way of validating, only if you know, I mean, I mean, you can assume or whatever, but uh, this is, you know, I want him to validate. I'm seeing a motorcycle yeah. or, okay, he, he let me, uh, you know what I'm seeing right now? A bicycle built for two. Did the two of you ever get on a bicycle with the two of you on it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we're in that. Hawaii? Yes. The what? I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, two of you got on a bike, a bicycle built for two. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm seeing you happy and giddy and 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 just having a ball, man. You know, having a ball. Yep. Now, not everybody gets on a bike. I've never been on a bicycle built for two, but I'm seeing the two of you on a built for two. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing. You know what I'm hearing too. I'm hearing this one. This is stupid. And tell me if this means anything. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer too. I'm not crazy. On a bicycle built for two. That's what I was yeah. hearing. Does the name Daisy mean anything to you, or the flower Daisy, or something, or something with daisies? Do you have daisies in the yard? Uh, well, actually, I have my um, brother's uh, mother-in-law's name was Daisy. Uh, oh, Daisy. There you go. Okay. Hey, there's another validation. 
Yeah, so we're pretty good, huh? What do you think, Sharon? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah, and I'm very much interested in this because I do get a lot of um, um, messages signs? from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get... You want to share uh, some of the signs you got? Well, um, let me think of one that you might like. Um, we love um, crows very much. You know, we were crows, crow. crows, like the bird, the crows. <laughs> oh, okay. And, yeah, there's uh, a group crows for crows or something, so I, okay. <laughs> and uh, one day I was walking on, uh, uh, you know, when someone first uh, transitions, uh, it's just moment to moment, then minute to minute, hour by hour, yeah. day by day, week by week. Yep. So second to second. Yeah, into uh, uh, finding, started finding, like, I found a blue jay feather. Penny? And then I found, yeah, and I thought, oh, that's pretty. And then I found a crow feather, and then I found a white dove feather. Oh, wow. It was in alphabetical Mm -hmm. order, and I thought, isn't that cute? But then I found, I was walking one day. And I found a whole bunch of uh, purple beads on the ground and then mm-hmm. walked a little further and there was a black crow feather and then some more purple beads. Oh, wow. Uh, See, he's got him. And uh, one day I was reading an article about some of the signs our loved ones like butterflies and rainbows. And, well, that's my uh, book, you know. That's my book? Yeah. I was reading, like, you know, because they have, like, so many people get the rainbows and they get the butterflies. And uh, I was reading an article, and I looked up, and his urn is in the room with me, and there's uh-huh. a rainbow on the urn. Oh, wow. Oh, that's wow. so cute. Wow. Just, I was reading, a sign from your loved one can be a rainbow. And then I looked yeah. up at the urn and there's a big rainbow on it. So I took a picture of it. Oh, it sounds yeah, so oh, pretty. Great. Yeah, are you on Facebook? It. I don't know. Are you on my Facebook? I don't know if you know me from Facebook or from my no, parents' group. I've never had Facebook. Um, I've oh, okay. All right. Oh, it's great to connect with the relatives, but I didn't know if you knew me, but like I told you, my book's name is Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. Um, you can get the Kindle on Amazon for like $3.03. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download it for $3.03 on your regular computer or your or your uh, Droid or your your phone. Okay, you can. There's an application for free, and and uh, and that's the name of my book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. And it's about the signs. Uh, Melissa is a big one. It's funny that you brought up feathers. She's a feather girl. Melissa, I get tell Sharon about all the time. <laughs> oh my God! Every time I, I mean, it's around the... someone's birthday or anniversary, I get white feathers on my car. I get paths of white feathers, like where I'm walking. I'm just changing all directions, and there's white feathers in front of me. I get them all the time. That's and I amazing. love that. Yep, and especially since we loved crows. Although mm-hmm. I will are you say, Indian? American Indian. Who's American Indian in your family? My husband. Okay, yeah. I'm so, that's why the crow is so important to him. 
You know, um, actually, I have a very good friend of mine who owned my house before me. Her last name is Girl, who's American Indian. I am, Melissa and I are both also American Indian. Um, you know, she's a mixture of Irish, German, and Indian. I'm, my father was German, my mother was Chicomico Indian. So, you know, I'm very into our heritage, but I'm feeling Indian with your husband, with somebody there, so it's him. And that's why the crow is significant. Uh, is, is there a name crow in the family? Uh, yes. On that, his side? That is our, our name. It was our Name. you got to be kidding oh, well. me. <laughs> you know, good. it's funny because my, my, the woman that owned my house, uh, his last name is Crow also. Yeah. That is so, amazing. So, so see, I picked it up. Oh, I do. Your name is Crow. Very, yeah. So that's why the Crow feather was very significant. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so um, I, uh, the most interesting thing I could probably tell you would be the ring that I have. Not uh-huh. long after he had transitioned, um, right? I heard I see and hear crows every day, but um, right. I heard them like significant all the time. Right. And one day I was right. out at a flea market type place, you know, a little flea market, and yeah, a crow was sitting on a tree, and it was calling. And uh, mm-hmm. I walked over, and this girl spilled out a whole bunch of rings. And uh, I have a little small finger, and um, she only had five, six. So right. I walked away, and then this crow kept calling and calling and calling. And I walked back over, and I said, well, okay. I felt led to look through the rings, and I did. And I right. pulled out a silver ring that had a crow on it. Oh, well, I couldn't see. It was the only one she had that was a crow. And, That's um, why I was picking them. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I put on the ring, and it was the only ring she had that fit me because it was not a stick. And it had a crow on it. Well, then wow. I asked her her name, and she said that, and I said, where did you get the ring? Because I'm, you know, a little yeah. Well, she said her aunt lived in Boone, North Carolina, and she was a Native American, and Mm -hmm. that she had gotten this silver Native American jewelry. And I said, Mm -hmm. said, that's the only one I have with a crow on it. And then I asked the little girl that had the rings, well, what is your name? And she Mm -hmm. said her name was Sumerian or something like that. And I said, well, what does it mean? And she said, walk between two worlds. Wow. I said, sold. And I got the ring and I put it on that day. But I thought that was a really unusual encounter that I was led by this crow that Uh day to look through the ring. You know, because it was I can't even pick up his name. I, I saw it was Crow. I didn't. I didn't want to say it because I didn't know if you wanted to divulge your last name. But I was seeing Crow. I was seeing not just the Crow being a sign. I was feeling the American Indian and the name Crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wow. Uh, I, I try not to have too many secrets in life, really. You know, I mean, about, no, is, not about secrets. In this day I mean, and age, you know with, what I mean. yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I just. Try to keep my peep, peep safe on the show, you know. Not that <laughs> anybody will find you. Too much, but that's okay. You didn't. Really well, see, remember the first time I 
told you besides saying that I saw the D name and you said that's what they call them, JD or whatever, um, that I was feeling that piece of jewelry that was significant. So you just validated that or he validated that. That's what I was seeing, the, the significant piece of jewelry. You know, and it and it was him giving it to you, but not from the human aspect of giving it, from the spiritual aspect. It was meant for you to have. And there's no coincidence in life. Everything's supposed to happen. Our lives, our deaths, we choose, you know, to come in to learn our lessons, and that's what we're teaching. And um, so it, it was meant to happen, and he is so around you. He is so around you. All the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he, um, he play the harmonica? Who plays the harmonica? Um, sometimes he did. Yes, he that was not his favorite, of course. But yeah, he liked guitar guy, huh? Guitar guy. Yeah. Paul. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. Yeah, Paul. Wow. Wow. But he, yeah, he is around me, and I feel real good about that. At first, it was like, um, um, you know, you hear about this earthbound stuff, and I was like, no, I don't Nobody's feel earth- that. I that's- feel- that's bull. That's bull. You know what? People pick up on that because they come back. I mean, they're here. People think heaven's in the sky. Heaven is a different dimension here on Earth. It's not up in the clouds. They're not floating around chariots with the wings and the and the harps and, and doing nothing. They work. They go to school. They houses or beautiful roads. So, you know, nobody's earthbound. You know, some people... I don't believe in the earthbound. I, I, I don't. I realize. I think the only people that are earthbound choose to be earthbound. They they choose not to go to the light, but that's their own choice. That's that's God's free will of people. But I don't think anybody's really stuck here. But that's my own personal opinion. And most mediums that I've dealt with, other than myself, they say the same thing. So. Well, I'll even go a step further. But you know, I just I really don't even believe. I believe that we have free will, and because of this free will. I I don't really believe in reincarnation, you know, uh-huh. and a lot of people will shoot me down on that. But I believe right. that if we have free will, total free mm-hmm. will, then and I do not believe that people come into this world punished either. I don't believe that. Like, no, no, it's not punishment. It's it's um it's lessons. It's 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 lessons. It's it's it's, it's class. It's not, you know, a lot of people say that. It's like, oh, well, they come here because they're punished and they reincarnate until... No, it's about... Learn- and I don't know my own feeling on reincarnation. I don't know what I believe as far as that myself, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. But I know, I know, I feel, I feel by spirit that we are here. We're all here to learn lessons, you know. That's what it's about. You know, it's school. It's school. The school of hard knocks here, you know. Yeah, and uh, so I have a, a, you know, I just, it's not, I think that um, a lot of what we experience on this earth um, has a lot to do with the way we're raised and the belief system. Like Mm -hmm. some people, some people believe that even trying to communicate with our loved ones once they've passed away, you're not even supposed to do that. You know, there are still yes, people that Bible, but that. everybody interprets mm-hmm. that Bible different. I've been I've been condemned at times by people, uh, and I've I've had to 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 block them on Facebook. We all have our own beliefs. We're all entitled. We have our free will. I believe in the Bible. I believe that each and every one of us interpreted things differently. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe like in the part in the Bible where God says if if, if you lust upon somebody, where well, you're supposed to cut your eyeball out. 
You know, how many people do you see do that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, this this is a world. Well, I mean, a world of- I think that uh, we got to remember that um, the Bible, a lot of it has been rewritten, and it was rewritten written by, by man. man. And, yeah, it's like uh, playing operator. Yeah, and it changes yeah, like- the whole scope of things because I truly believe with my own heart and soul mm-hmm. that we um, were created by a loving God. That loves of course we are. Very much. He's all about love. And, and, that's, and he would not want just, to, you know, but he gives us free will. And I just don't, I think we learn from our mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. But I just don't think that he's like, you know, like some people think, I think like when the earth, when there's earthquakes and floods and things like that, I think mm-hmm. those are truly Mother Earth. That is natural disasters. That is mm-hmm. not some condemnation by God. I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe I'll God tell you, on top of my of <laughs> I was a victim a year ago to Hurricane Sandy on top of losing my two children and their father and everybody else I lost. I lost it, practically everything I owned, my memories, everything. I almost lost my life and another child's life that night. We we had to move out for six months and do repairs, and I'm still not totally uh, done. Uh, I'm living without a living room a year and a half later. And I don't blame God for that. It's It happened, you know. If anything, it brought me – I could have gotten mad and said, okay, come on, enough. You know, you've taken my family away, my half my heart away, and now you've taken my memories away too. It wasn't just my clothes. I'm talking pictures and videos, and, and I can't make new videos. My two kids are dead. You know what I mean? So I could be angry. I, I, I get upset sometimes with the human aspect, but I don't sit there and, and say, God, how dare you? You know, if anything, it's brought me closer to him because, you know, God God gives and God taketh. You know, I think that's in the Bible. I don't forget what part. I can't quote, you know, whatever. You know, but it's just, I think as a parent, um, when I became a parent, I realized the love of God for us. You know, um, how, you know, when you, you, you have to discipline your kid, how it breaks your heart, you know, whether you, you put them in timeout or spank them on the butt or whatever, because I grew up in the 50s, so that's how they did it. And um, how much it hurts you. And I think God, being the father of us all, he gets upset too. He's all about love, but, you know, we need to be disciplined, and, and we need a book of law, which is the Bible, to, which is a summary of what how we should live our life. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, the basics that, that, that was given to Moses, you know, writing on the tablets. But uh, everything in the Bible, I'm not going to downgrade the Bible. I grew up in the church. My father worked for 50 years. Um, but I think, uh, like you said, it's, it's, it's like playing operator that things get misinterpreted. We all interpret the Bible differently, you know? And like I said, I brought up the part about ripping the eyeball out when you lost... I really can't see God saying, "Well, take your eyeball out then," because we're, we're human. We're, we're we, we sin. That's what there's sin, you know. But I don't I don't see him. I would never tell my kids to like rip their eyeball out. You know what I mean? So that part I, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that. That's the way I relate to God being a parent and Him being our parent. So 
I, 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 what I'm saying is I agree with you, Sharon, as far as um, the uh, uh, the condemning us to this to the earthquakes and the floods and the hurricanes and the natural disasters and 9/11 and 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 like you know God didn't say okay you know what I'm gonna screw with you people you know and I I say it like it is so let me let me take out 3,000 lives to 9/11 you know how do you like me now now I can't sing a loving God do that either I really don't. You know, so I agree with no, you. I agree with you. That, Things happen. Um, with man creates his own. Man creates his own disasters. Do you agree? Yes, and there are natural disasters. I mean, I mean, it's like I don't know. It's like sometimes there's an old joke about um, humans are like fleas, and Mother Earth is just going to shake us off. You know, if we don't right. quit. You know. Speaking of jokes, okay. Melissa told me one before the show. Can she share? <laughs> Melissa, share that joke with us tonight. We need to lighten it okay. up a little bit. So we changed the joke up a little bit, but actually it was from work. One of the kids said it to me, and I kind of thought it was applicable to the show. So how did the dead chicken cross the road, and why did he cross the road? I don't know. To get to the other side. <laughs> get to the other side. You remember, remember the, the old side. joke? Chicken cross the road, get to the other side. Why, why did the dead so chicken cross the road? Up, like the other side, like heaven, <laughs> so he's kind of like dead. I know it's dumb, but it's, you know, we need to let you play something. So I was like, I'll say it. Why not? Sometimes <laughs> I can be a moron, too. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, it's like dead chicken. Food. It's good. The it's other good. side. You know, I think the bottom line, what I'm trying to tell people, though, I'm 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 still always a grieving parent. And I hurt like hell. That I have to keep laughing in between. I cry at times. I cry a lot. Uh, you know, I'm not that tough. You know, I'm human. But my spirit soars. I, I know my children are well by the signs they send us, and my family is well by the signs I've seen. By I, you know, being intuitive by the signs other people send me to help other people. They're okay. We're we're not okay, Sharon. We're not the ones okay. You know. <laughs> so that's, I think, the the emphasis of my show for the most part. And, you know, I've had a lot of other authors on. Most of the authors I've had on were also uh, grieving parents that have lost children. And uh, they, we all, we all have, we're all connected. I mean, I, they found me, I found them. Uh, they came on the show. And even on the show, I didn't know these people beforehand. Some of the connections with us is, is like powerful. It's, it's like amazing. And it's not just if you lose a child that you get the signs. You get them from everybody. I get them from my, my not much from my mom, but my father, uh, my uh, siblings, my brother and sister. I got the rainbows from my sister the day she died. I got the butterflies from the day my daughter died. Uh, the hug, I got a hug. If you read my book, you'll see what that's about. I asked for one last hug, and the same day I asked for it, some kid out of the blue started hugging me and crying, you know, in a Wendy's restaurant. So that's why I wrote the book. And, uh, uh, to, to, you know, started as venting in the beginning, yeah, because I lost so many, but it turned into a project, and not a science project in a way, <laughs> but it turned into a project of bringing me to my next level of spirituality, and part of that is teaching, you know, and we're all teachers, you know, uh, like you said, your husband was a woodworking teacher, Melissa's a uh, uh, teacher, and your husband worked with special ed and what have you, and uh, my husband worked for the schools, he, he was the... Um, my husband actually was the uh, maintenance mechanic, the carpenter, whatever, all three school systems here. Um, so they all worked in the, you know, but, but it's all about teaching. And people tell me even now with my husband, to this day, they walk by his shops because he had one in each school, and they remember what they learned from my husband, you know. So we share that bond, you know. 
And uh, it's life's amazing. Life is amazing, and we got to keep going. You know, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. You know, and well, uh, no matter what you. A lot of uh, synchronicity um, between what you're saying, like the Native American in your family, the Native American in my husband, uh, the mm-hmm. teaching carpentry. Um, I can see where mm-hmm. there would be a, a huge connection there on that. Yes, and I found that. Yes, they they they're all connected. They're all there. They um I find even in my, most yeah most of my shows and most of my readings there's a connection. Like I I have uh I had Dave Keen on who has been a he's a famous comedian uh, TV uh, radio producer. He's had a radio show for forty years, and I was nervous as hell because I just started my show in January, and I got this famous guy coming on. I'm interviewing him, and he lost a child uh, in one of the biggest fires, and his son was the youngest. Uh, Nicholas was the youngest. Uh, of this big fire in Rhode Island back in 2000, I forgot the year six, whatever it was. And he's, his name of his book, Dave Keynes, is 41 Signs of Hope. And his 41 connection started when his son was little, and it, it was crazy. If you, I have, if you want to go back to my, if you click on my name. I've read the book. Oh, you read my book or his book? His book. I've read their book. Um, okay, 41 Signs. Okay, his uh, they yep. had an amazing story uh, because they mm-hmm. still get signs from him on a daily basis, I think. Oh, no, well, see, I do too. But my connection is 2-2. I've always had this 2-2-2-22 connection, and my son died three years ago on 2-2. My connection started with the 2-2s back in the 70s. My son wasn't born in 88. And I've had this connection, and ironically, he died on 2-2. The last uh, two people in a row that I had on my show uh, the past two weeks, both birthdays were 11 to 2. So I still, and like you and I, there's always connections to us. We There's people talk about six degrees of, six degrees of separation. I think it's even closer. I, we are all connected. We are all one. We are all God's children. Yes, we, co- we have different names. We have different, I mean, look at the Crow connection. The, the person on my house, his name was Crow. <laughs> and then she lives in I South know. Carolina. Yeah, it's such a small world sometimes when you think about it. Yeah, like it's just amazing. But I yeah. still cry. And I was going to throw your last name because I felt it. I didn't know. I, I can't tell who you are. I, don't, I have no idea. You know, I've never met you before or talked to you. But I was feeling Crow. It wasn't because you were talking about the bird, but I'm saying, no, I'm feeling the name Crow. And you said, oh, that's my last name. (laughs) Yeah, I was seeing the feathers, too, even before she said it. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) When she said the feathers, I was kind of freaking out inside because I had seen it. Uh, Yeah, it's very significant with Melissa, too. That's that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, they say, so is below, so is above. So if there are six degrees of separation here, Mm-hmm. Of course, not right. everyone's connected as one with with God. You know, there is the mm-hmm. ultimate reality. But I mean, right. you hear what I'm saying? It's it's amazing, and uh, it's no coincidence I'm, that someone gave no, there's, me. There's no you know, that word is to be banned from our language. There's no coincidence. Everything is happenstance. Everything is supposed to happen when it's supposed to happen. It's all part of the lesson. I'm feeling Reiki. What's up with the Reiki with you, Reiki? Reiki. Who does Reiki? Um, do you do it or around you? I I send out a lot of um, healing light and energy just in meditations in the morning. Um, some are specific to people that have asked for it. Um, uh-huh. Just healing light, you know, like healing light, healing light and love. 
but then I do, do uh, that, spring- um, Okay, I was feeling that. Do you do uh, work with the chakras of people too? Um, I do, but not like people think. I don't use. I don't do a lot of advertising. You know what I'm saying, folks? Just do um, it. You just do it. It's because it's, it's that's your gift. Uh, are you? Can I ask you a question? I'm feeling. Are you somewhat intuitive yourself, or have you doubted? I mean, you know you are, but you've doubted it during your life. Um. I feel like I've been very um, empathic, you know. I, I've been able right. to tune in to people's feelings all my life. Mm-hmm. As far yeah, as I feel like you're a light, a light worker. Yeah. I mean, we're all the light, but I feel mm-hmm. like you're a light but worker. I, yeah, I get um, I get visions sometimes um, with people um, when they're mm-hmm. hurting, when they're hurting, and I'll sometimes I get like a vision and. Uh, and then I'll I'll say, well, I'll go ahead and share that vision. Uh, right. Of course, sometimes I haven't told them that I, I just had a vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll like, just say, this, I feel like this is going to happen. And then yeah. I have seen it where it takes two decades to flip, yeah. you know, and, and come to pass. But, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that happened to me. I... Um... When I moved in my place, uh, was it seven, eight years ago? I live right on the Hudson River in New York. I mean, literally, uh, we have our own beach here. I literally have a beach house. And the day I moved in here, I looked out at the river. I had had this dream of the waves and whatever as a child my whole life. And I loved the river, grew up on it my whole life. But I had this dream, this nightmare. And when I went into the house, the first day I looked out of the river, as much as I love it, I saw it. I said, something's going to happen. And within a year ago, it did. And my next-door neighbor has lived here 55 years. The water has never come up because we're very close to the water here, except for Hurricane Sandy when we got hit. But I had that vision my whole life since I was a you know? Do you remember I had that dream, So I understand what you're saying. Huh? Yeah, Do you remember I had that yeah. dream about you too when I was yeah, I yeah. lost Melissa all my luggage in... on the airplane. That was my dream, and I was surrounded by all this water. And I called yeah, you Melissa right was... before I went to Florida. Right before they had the hurricane, I had that dream. Yeah, and she was in oh, Florida right. when the hurricane hit, and she was I having a vision. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's amazing. Think sometimes when you have something from childhood or something that comes to pass after. Mm many decades, but you've seen it. You've seen it in a vision. It becomes Yeah, they used to call it deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah. You know, I had that, I remember as a kid a lot, a lot of deja vu, like I I experienced this before, like I would be in a setting, and it wasn't like a reincarnation or anything like that. You feel like you've been there before, right? Like it's happened already? Or, or, but that was visions. I mean, I I kept quiet for the most part. I was very sick as a kid. I have multiple sclerosis now. I, I got diagnosed 10 years ago. I'm 60 now at 50. But I was very sick at nine years old with encephalitis, which turned out it was probably the MS starting, which I had the symptoms my whole life. But after I that sickness is when I started developing my visions and my uh, predictions. And, and then, you know, I would go out socially. And I, this is going to creep a lot of people out there that if they're listening to my show that know me. You know, they used to say if I go to the, my friends, a lot of them own restaurants and bars, and I'd sit in the corners. Like, why do you always sit in the corner? Because I'm picking up on people right and left. There's some people I'm reading to the T. I mean, it's almost like mind, really like mind reading. It freaks me out. You know, and I'm like, no. Nah. And I was like passing the buck like, now nah, this ain't really happening. But it turned out it was true. You know, I, I'm not only intuitive, I'm also, I can see things. 
besides being having people come to me. And it, it freaked me out. And it's like I sit in the corner and I'm like, oh, I like observing people. and I'm observing because I'm reading them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now that yeah. cat's in the bag. So anybody me out now for a cocktail <laughs> or out to dinner, they're going to like, oh, get away from her because she's reading oh, so my mind. Oh, so that's why we but... sat in the corner when we went out, huh? <laughs> I always, Melissa, I, and you know what? You and I have just recently been going out. I've always yeah. done that, and people always want to be like, why do you sit It's like nobody puts well, for... Peggy in the corner. <laughs> yeah, nobody puts Baby in the corner. Yeah, it's from Ghost, right? No, was it? Yeah. no that was from... No, um, Dirty um, Dancing. Uh, Dirty Dancing, my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was because I'm reading people, right? And some I, I can read to a T. And it's like, uh, if you only knew what I'm seeing, what you're thinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that I hate. That's my gift. I hate it. And, and I'm working with other mediums, uh, pretty some famous ones right now, that are helping me to put that to work. Because I, I don't want to – I'm not saying predict the future. I'm just, I don't want to do readings like that. I, I just would rather have them, uh, the ones that pass on come to me. Excuse me, and give messages to console the loved ones through the light. I don't want to read nobody's mind. I don't want to know the future, and I don't like that. I, and I've been doing this since I was nine. I hate it. I hate that part. So I've asked my spirit guides to like, please, I don't want that part anymore. And that's what the mediums tell me. You don't have to have that. So it's getting better that I'm because I, I don't want it. I just don't. It, 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 it drains me. It sucks the life out of me. The energy that that it, it takes from me is it, just crazy. So. Um, so Sharon, well, you're what not I'm, what far I'm, from uh, Lilydale. You're not far from Lilydale, are you? If you're in New York, are you in upstate New York? I'm 30 miles north of New York City. Uh, it's rural. Um, I'm, I'm in the Westchester County, or the most expensive area to live here in the United States. <laughs> you know, and um, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the poor, the paupers in a very rich community. You know, I'm not rich. Oh, I mean, I this radio at? show, I do. Myself, I, I don't take pay for it. I do it to help people. This is part of my volunteer work, like working with other grieving parents and what have you. Um, but uh, uh, Lilliandale, you said, is that, is that a Long Island? Uh, Buffalo or Lilliandale? Oh, no, I'm Lilliandale. Oh, that's a couple um, hours up, yeah. That, okay. That's what, near where you went to school, right? right uh, Melissa, you went to Binghamton. How far is Buffalo Binghamton. from Binghamton? That's near Syracuse and and and, and uh, Buffalo, it's right? It's an hour from Syracuse where I went to school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you have uh, relatives up there, Sharon? I have some friends in Great Neck, New York, and um, then I have some friends. Great Neck from, from Long Buffalo. Island. From Brooklyn. Long Island. Yeah, Long Island. Long Island. Oh, Great Neck Long Island. Yeah, Neck. yeah. We're not. No, that's Long Island's about what an hour and twenty minutes from here. An hour and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're north. We're north of New York City. We're uh, like I said, it's it takes me if I drive into the city, it takes what about thirty eight minutes, forty minutes to get there. So we're not there by train. It's you know a little little more, you know. But uh, well, Lilydale, we're, 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 you know, but we're we're not all glamour here. I mean, we're kind of bum country. I could call us country bumpkins, but we're not because we do live in the richest area in the states. But you know, we're we're kind of like uh, no, nah, we're not city people, you know. A lot of city people live in the area, but, uh, yep, yep, so. No, where's near well, Buffalo, though? Y'all have to go and visit uh, Lilydale, um, because they're going to have a lot of uh, keynote speakers this summer from all oh, over really? New Jersey and New York. And oh, uh, they cool. actually have mediums that live there year-round, mm-hmm. and you probably mm-hmm. know a lot of them. 
And, uh, well, well, I know of uh, they compare me recently to this Long Island medium, Teresa Caputo, or my niece does. You know, people that I've read that she knows that I didn't know she knew called me that. It's like, she's, what'd she call me, the Long Island medium of Westchester County? The Long now? Island medium of Westchester County. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a lot like Teresa. I'm very bubbly and outgoing and tense at times and uptight maybe in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I uh, you know, hyper. <laughs> I'm hyper. <laughs> Take a pill, kid. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I've been compared to her, you know, and, and I, I really, like I said, I don't do this for money, and I don't want to, I'm not saying I don't really want to be known as a medium. Um, I More or less, right now, I'm writing more books. I, I'm working with other grieving parents. As a matter of fact, I'm going on a trip within the month down, uh, do some motivational speaking with grieving parents down south, and uh, book signings and what have you. But as far as going as a medium, that's I'm not ready for that yet, you know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm ever going to do that. Uh, I mean, I do it on the show. It's a freebie. So I don't charge for what I'm doing, you know. And um, I feel like God gave me this gift to use it to help people, not to make money off it, you know. Some people, well, you know, they get crazy with it and make the big bucks, and it's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm just not into it. I need them. I'm sure my number has shown up on your board or whatever. Just jot Mm -hmm. my number down without giving it out, you know, on the radio. And um, I have a couple of friends that are um, authors um, in New York that have written books about mediumship. And if you want to give me a call. Oh, good. I'd love to have them on the show. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Call. Write my number okay, down. Okay, let me. I'm going to write your number down. It ends in 0721. I won't tell the rest of it, right? All right, thanks. And uh, get the area code and the first three numbers or so. But anyway, yeah, give me a call and uh, maybe I All can right. connect you with some people. And, okay, uh, sure. Yeah, that would be great. And then if you ever want to come to this area to a, do a book signing, you know, I can help you with that as well, you know. You're you're again you're in um Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. It's called, uh, we we it's have an event in Tennessee. Up, uh, we we have an event coming up. See one of our, our 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 retreats for our grieving parents group. I think in Tennessee. Where's it going to be? My child. Well, they're supposed but, to be. I don't know if I'm going. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, if I do, I think they're booked up already. I'd, I'd probably have to rent a room if I do. I'll have to see because I think that one is around my birthday. Because we have a Rocky Mountain thing coming up, and I think a Tennessee one. But I'll have to check into it. But I, I wrote your number down, Sharon. Um, call into the show. I mean, I we usually do a show at least once a week on Tuesday nights. Uh, last night, last week was Monday because the uh, the singer songwriter I had on, very inspirational girl, Michelle D'Angels, uh, uh could only do Monday night. So, and I, I would actually, uh, what day is good to call you? Because I'd like to speak to you in person. I'm in person. Um, one to one, and info on your friends, and see if I can book them for a show. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Can I interrupt for one second? <laughs> sure. I'm sorry. Okay. I just no. I just saw something really cool on Facebook that I have to share with you. So my friend just okay. posted a picture from a few hours ago, and it's a picture mm-hmm. of a round rainbow that they call a halo. Mm-hmm. And it just appeared in the sky about four hours ago. And what, here? Like nothing, yeah, here, right here. 
a couple wow. of hours ago. It looks like a perfectly round rainbow. I'm going to post it to your wall. It looks amazing. Yeah, normally I like have that. Facebook and, and my, my music uh, thing up with my thing because when my board went down before, I'm just staying on my um, my professional uh, show board right now because I'm afraid I'm going to lose people because I, I need yeah. to computer people. You know, so I don't want to lose it, it's but I'll, I'll check it out. It's one of the coolest out. things I've ever seen, and since we were talking about rainbows, I was like, oh, my God, I have to tell them this. I was, I was oh, so excited. Sure. And, and you know what? So, again, um, can you share some of the names of the books that um, are, are they on Amazon? Can they be shared? Um, you can plug the book uh, on the show. Doesn't? Uh, yes. Um, let, me, let me get it. Just a moment. Just one second. No, go ahead. We got we got a, we got twenty eight minutes left. Callers, if you want to call in, again it's three four seven eight three eight nine two zero one. This is Peggy Amanisi with Melissa M, my co-host, uh, and signs our loved ones sent us and angel encounters. Uh, if you want to talk to us, hit the number one. That'll put you into the queue and let us know that you want to come on the air. So we have uh, twenty eight minutes left. This is awesome, Melissa. You know it's cool. Yeah, we've had some callers line and what have you. Sharon seems very interesting, so, you know, I love the feather story, because I know that's right up your right up your that's alley. right up my alley. <laughs> Got it. Got that's it. something that I've seen so much, so. Oh my gosh, every time I see a feather, I think of you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I'm, feather I'm, girl. I'm wondering if I know some of these books she's talking about, so I'm going to see. And after she's done with that, I, I think I'll read my Easter poem, and then we'll talk a little more. And, uh, yeah, my 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 poems are food for thought. They're not. People always think it's me venting. It's about me. No, it's about somebody else may say something and it and, and it sparks my interest and I write a poem. It's not always about me and oh, poor Peggy, what's she going through? No, it's not that. It doesn't work that way, guys. Sometimes it is. <laughs> Sometimes I get pissed. You know. <laughs> ah. Okay, um, I apologize. I had to get it. Um, this is one of them, and it is my very favorite. Um, okay. It is by um, August Goforth and Timothy Gray, and they uh, lived in New York, and uh, Tim transitioned in the 90s, mm-hmm. and August was sitting at his desk, and uh, Timothy appeared to him, and it took off from there, and he has written a whole book about his communication with Tim. What's the name of the book? The Risen. The Risen? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to look that up. Dialogue of Love, Grief, and Survival Beyond Death. Oh, great. I would love to. Actually, can you get in contact with them, Sharon, for me? Because uh, when I call you, I'll give you my number and uh, see if they would like to come on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, oh, and that's No, about it, because I'd love, to, I'd love to book them on a show, on a show. You know, we don't pay. You know what I'm saying? We we advertise for books. So nobody's, I'm not paid to do this. We don't pay anybody. We we kind of, oh, like, no, promote the no, 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 no. It's not like that at all. No. I'm just, I, have to, I have to cut it this to people to let them know because some people are like how much do you pay we don't we promote your material you get a free plugging um it's about helping others uh, i don't get paid either people are like oh miss hotshot how much you making i'm not making anything i'm making my way to heaven okay uh this is part <laughs> of what i'm and that's what i'm doing the show for you know it's not about money okay life isn't really about money well and i think that's what i'm going to read my I mean, we need money, all of us. 
Yep, so we got the Risen, uh, R-I-S-E-N, right, the Risen? Uh-huh, and August Okay, so I have Tennessee medium. Gray and, and August go for? Uh-huh, and August okay. go for. And, and August <coughs> is a medium, but he does mm-hmm. not use his mediumship skills uh, except in his writing to help people. So he right, exactly, That's like, like what I'm doing. Like that. Well, exactly. Well, that's cool. I definitely, if you, actually, um, what's your schedule tomorrow? If I, can I give you a call tomorrow? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's a good time to call you? Give me a good time to call. I got your number down. Nobody needs to know but me. Uh, okay, what time? Well, um, yeah, any time after, say, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Okay, 8 a.m. Okay. And what time is yeah. it there now? Or, I don't know. If we're, like, are you, you're like 9.35 right an hour I'm difference from here or what? I'm on Eastern Standard Time. Oh, so you're 8.36, same as us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, excuse me. okay, so same time zone. So I'll give you a call maybe about 10 or 11 tomorrow morning. How's that? Because I'd like to discuss this with you. And um, do you have any other uh, the friends with the books? Any other books? Oh, you know what? We'll talk about them tomorrow, and I'll plug them. And uh, we'll come bring them on the show. I'd love to hear their stories. It's great. That's what the show's yeah. about. Yeah. And if they want to come exactly. on and read people, well, we ask us to call in. You get your free readings. You don't have to pay somebody. And uh, between Melissa and myself and, and our other callers that are, are mediums, uh, if spirit comes and allows it and wants it, um, we'll read you, you know. So I didn't start my show out to do that. It just happened, <laughs> you know. But uh, it was meant you know, to be. it's all to bring you closer to the light and let you know your loved ones are around us. So, Sharon, I'm going to thank you for calling. You can hold on to the show if you want to continue hearing it. I'm going to read a poem I wrote the other day for Easter since Easter's coming, if that's okay. And hopefully people get some meaning from my poems. And, uh, you know, thank you for calling in, and I'll, I'll talk to you in the morning. And come on the okay. show. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll um, uh, give you all the info on, on the show. How did you find the show? Uh, by just going on the computer well, tonight? or someone? Well, my computer has been down for about a month and a half, and I don't want to lose my pictures on it, so I'm not turning it on. So right. I actually have a friend that goes and looks at Blog Talk Radio and says, okay, I think she'd like this show, and she writes the number down for me. And I don't know oh, anything wow. else about oh, the show cool. except that that's she's awesome, man. an entrance. So I had no clue, you know, about the mm-hmm. show tonight. Well, you know what? It was all meant to be. JD made you come on. Okay? Everything happens for a reason, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, And that's what the show's about. So I hope more and more people realize. I mean, I don't know people, very few people in Tennessee. I don't know people in Cali. I don't know. You know, people just call into our show. They see it. our uh, Blog Talk Radio promotes us to a point uh, through whatever genre we are in. On My show is under spirituality. People are turned on by certain things, whatever genre, and they see the show. It's like, well, let me listen to it. And I just started my shows the end of January. I've now hit like the 3,000 mark of, of uh, listeners, which I find quite amazing. You know, oh, for small... Yep, yep. So obviously it's working, and every day I check my statistics. Every day more and more people are downloading my shows. Even my – and uh, Sharon, um, you have the computer. I don't know if you can go back, but you can um, – I have done – I think this is my lucky 13 show. Uh, <laughs> 13 shows, 
about everything. Uh, we have stars on, some famous people, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you can always, they're usually two, well, they're two hours long, but I, all my shows are archived, so you can listen to them anytime you want, including this one tonight. At, right after the show, they archive my show right away. So you can go back and, 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 and Google it and whatever and hear all my shows, okay? Okay, well, thank you, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow and blessings to you and Michelle. Okay, thank you. Uh, that's uh, Melissa, Melissa. I mean, Melissa, I'm sorry. Oh, thank Melissa. you. No, it's okay. Yeah. That's so nice of you. We must be thinking about her, too. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. No worries. Karen, thank you, and God bless you. And uh, I'm going to uh, stay on you know, stay on and listen to the rest of the show. I'm going to put you on hold. And if anybody okay. else wants to call on, our number is 347-838-9201. Or you can Skype our show to call in and talk to us. Or you can Google it just to listen at Peggy S. Emanisi on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to talk to us, when you call the number or Skype, you hit the number one, and it will let me know that you want to speak with us. Okay? Sharon, thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow morning. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. You have a blessed night. Okay, thank you. All right. All right, Melissa, you ready for my poem? I'm ready. I'm excited. I can see it. You know what? I, I downloaded it. I can't read it. <laughs> Can you get it on Facebook? Maybe you can read it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. The Easter. Yeah. Would you read it? Because I'm. I'm. I am so tired. I really tonight. I'm going to crash. I'm exhausted. I was. It was happy, happy, joy, joy for me last night. I was so excited about such positive energy in my life yesterday, and it's like I was like crazy with it. It just out of joy. I just couldn't sleep. I was like right. a kid waiting for Christmas. I'm sure you can't contain so it. You know what I mean? It's like. Your body's reacting to something that's such a positive thing. You're like, oh, my God, I can't even sleep or deal yeah, with it right great. now. I mean, it's I'll, so amazing. And, uh, things are going in the right direction that I've been waiting for a long time just to make life easier. And uh, and to uh, um, and in turn, I can help so many more people. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, everybody thinks I divulge everything. I don't divulge everything. So there's something ha- going to be happening. Everyone has secrets, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you remember Madonna's song, Secret? That was one of my favorite songs when I used to own my business. I used to play it at night when I was doing my day plans for the nurses. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, no, it's not, even about a, yeah, it's not even about a secret. It's about sometimes something you keep to yourself. It's nobody's business. Right, of course. <laughs> but I'm not trying to be rude to the audience, but um, it's just oh, a positive thing in my life. I haven't had a lot of positive things in many years, and this is very positive. So it seems like I'm going in the right direction, and... When I've been read by other mediums, they all tell me the same thing that God keeps saying, you keep showing up for work, Peg. You keep showing mm-hmm. up. So I feel that the Lord, and I've been praying on this, has rewarded me finally. Where I, and, and it's not about me. It's going to bring me peace of mind, but in turn, I can help so many other people. So and that's what it's is, all about is like giving your life and trying to devote it to helping other people because you're making a difference in the world every single day by doing that. You know, you people know appreciate me, it. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's my friends. It's not an ego thing, but the truth is, and it's not, you know, glorifying myself. But uh, a lot of people said to me, why don't you, like, you know, God help those that help themselves? Yeah, I always try, but I'm only happy when I help others. You know, that's that's who yeah. I am. And I can remember my late husband, Don, I used to get mad sometimes. I'd get off the phone. I'm like, why do I do this? I, I'm just like, they're sucking the energy out of me, blah, blah, blah. My husband, I have to give Don that, and it was so cute. He smiled. He goes, Peg, because Peg is Peg. And I hear that all the time when I get frustrated, when I'm walking over. And I'm, Melissa, you know me. I'm your aunt. You know I work, I'm still, even with my MS, and you know I work, what, 12, 13-hour days doing this. Yeah. Between my fundraising, 
and my writing and my the show and writing scripts and 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 talking and helping other grieving parents and I'm working 12 13 hour days, 7 days a week a lot of times, you know. I very seldom take a break. And I'm tired. I get tired, you know, but I I got to keep going. It's so it's not even being like a bipolar like panic. You. Yeah. Yes, it's God's God. I got a job to do, and and I think when I stop, that's when I, that's when the fat lady sung. You know, I just got to keep going. I got to keep going. It's I I have no choice. I mean, he's giving right. me this job, and I'm. So if you want to read my poem, I yes, wrote I the do. I found it. So thank you. And you you'll say it better Eddie. than me anyhow, because I can't even <laughs> see straight. I'm so. <laughs> my eyes are crossed. I look like I'm looking at the bouncing wall. You know? Oh, no. All right, I'm going to read this then. Okay, so an Easter poem by Peggy and Easy. What is heaven like you say? Have you truly wondered what heaven is like? I think to me it is like the first day you learn to ride a bike. Something new we will experience one day. Above the clouds I hear them say. Where all of the people we once loved went when they passed away. I think it is more real than our lives here on earth, a place with no sorrow or pain, only joy and a rebirth. Once we learned our lessons down here, heaven will be the place where there is no fear. Filled with love and beauty is what we shall see, a place to finally rest our weary heads indeed. Yes, in this life, we get a glimpse of some of heaven, I'm sure. Just a teaser, though, in a way, rather obscure. We go about our business here, in life, without much thought. But the best things in heaven cannot be bought. So next time you think that you can buy your way up there, better think twice and buyers beware. The only way to gamble that by the roll of the dice is to believe in our Creator's Son as He has already paid the price. The Son of God and man is Jesus Christ. So during this time of the Easter season, let's not forget Him as He is the reason. Thank you. You know what? I may write, but you say it so much better than me. Oh, I love thank it. You. It's not, I mean, actually, I re, you know what? It's funny. I never even appreciated my book until you were editing it, and I sat in your living room with your dad and mother and 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 your I can't remember. I guess David was there. Mm-hmm. I actually cried while you were reading my book. You remember oh, that? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I do. You remember that night when we were going over the the, the finishing touches from the publisher from Hell at that point? Yeah. <laughs> How many? I feel like they should have been paying us to do the process of the book. Oh, <laughs> because we my ended up doing God. like 98% or so. You know what so. I look like? I'll tell you, I remember at the end of the book, I mean, talk about somebody pulling their hair out of their head. This is my human side. If anybody of you, I mean, I'm a big fan of the little rascals. I love those little little guys. And when they came, they came out with the submarine silver string band and the guy's hat blew off and the hair stood up on end, that's what I felt like. At the, that night, I was like, oh, my God, is this done? I, I, why did I even start this, you know? I mean, I had so many people like, yeah, sure, you wrote a book. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. They don't realize what like- it took. You doubt your talents, you know what I mean? Because I'm like that, too. I have this perfectionistic complex at times, and I think, oh, this isn't perfect, oh, it's not good enough, and somebody will read it, and they'll be like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever read, this is great, and I'm always down, I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you being honest? And then sometimes I look back, and I'm like, you know what, this is amazing, it's just I have to believe that it's amazing, because sometimes I'm striving to Well, I didn't believe how it made, and I'm the best, I mean, it's... I have gotten um, a four and a half star rating on Amazon, and please, right. people, do me. 
uh, the more it rates, the better it sells. I've gotten three. I get many people tell me on Facebook, I read your book. I love it. I can't wait for the next one. Please go to Amazon if you bought it there and, 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 and give me a review, bad or good, because I want your honest opinion because it's going to help me better in my work. I'm, I'm very open to honesty. And uh, even if you thought it sucked, write it. Hey, this sucks. You know, um, I, I, I really need your Even though it doesn't. I, I really want to do this because it's going to help me do better in my work. I mean, there's times that it's tedious. I mean, if you didn't grow up in Croton and, and, and I go on about, you know, my heritage and, and the town I grew up in, maybe other people are bored with it. You know, I throw in some of the famous people that grew up there and lived there, and like Jackie Gleason and Alan Funt and Peter Strauss and people that I was around, you know. And in this rinky-dink uh, population at that point, growing up and born and raised there, 7,000 people. But we had a pretty good track record as far as stars of people, world-renowned people. And um, so it created, helped create who I am. So I had to throw that in there. And my book is about my life. And it's not, it's not uh, egotistical or some people's like, oh, what an ego she's got. No, it's leading into what I've been through and what my hopes and dreams were in, into the signs and bringing people closer spiritually. And I've always wanted to say that because I really wanted to know people, wanted people to know what I wrote that book about. It's to help yeah. you guys, man. It's a help from the hell I've been through. And I've been through, and you know I've been through hell on earth. This has been hell. It really has to me. I mean, losing my kids is, you know, I've said before, it's the worst, the worst, worst. Well, not, losing one is bad. Losing two is next to impossible, you know? Yeah. But through my parents' groups, it's healing me. Um, there's many people in my groups that have lost more than one kid. They're making me understand. They feel the same as me. So family and friends that have said, like, why don't you go on with your life? What are you going to drag this out another 10 years? I'm not going to mention names, but you know who you are. That's wrong. I mean, everybody's grief is different. If I don't grieve, it's normal to grieve. It's part of growing. So, and, and it's I'm not dragging anything out. They're part of me, man. They, they, I, I, they grew in me. I took care of them. I, they're part of my life, and they, they will be until I die in the, and part forever. So it's mm-hmm. you that are obviously having issues with it. And, uh, and I'm, I don't begrudge anybody. Deal with it the way you've got to deal with it, but don't tell me how to deal with it, okay? And I'm not being sarcastic, but I'm telling you the truth. Do not tell me how to grieve. Don't tell anybody how to grieve. Don't give us the cliches like they're in a better place. Whatever. Yeah, I believe heaven's a better place, but you know what? That ain't helping me. I'm still stuck here, man, you know? I'm still doing my Janice job, and I'm still stuck here, you know? I'm stuck here, and I have to do what i got to do to get through it. So please tell – and I've talked about it on my Grieving Parents show. Don't tell people how to grieve, please. That's the last. Amen on that. Okay, Melissa, go. Finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I know what you are saying, and I totally agree with you, that everyone experiences pain in a different way. And I think, like you said, the loss of a child is unbearable and heart-wrenching and – for somebody who hasn't experienced it, it's very easy for them to judge something they don't know, and I feel like they need to take the time to be like, to ask you, you know, how did you go through this? How did you get stronger? What did your children mean to you? What are those memories? I mean, instead of rejecting it and being afraid of it, they should embrace it, you know? They should yeah, ask that's... you about the story to learn from it. You can't even be empathetic. Empathy is putting yourself in that person's place. Yeah, right. you can be to a point, but unless you're that person and gone through it, you still got your kids, dude. You know, you That's still really got your true. kids. Yeah. 
know, you can empathize with me, and then you go about your merry life. Well, that empathy is not helping me, really, because I go through it every – and, like, I, I love what Sharon said, and I, I have to give you that, Sharon. Every minute, every day, every month, every second I breathe, I'm going through it. I'm reliving it. I, I still go out and here and there and, and socialize, not as much as I used to because I'm very busy working, probably busier now than I've ever been at 60, you know, at 60 years old. Busier than I, and I've, you know, people that know me know I've always been a workaholic. You know, I've worked my whole life around my children and, and what have you, but I'm busier now than I've ever been in my life with so many projects going on and, and to, to better you know? the world and make yeah. it better. I mean, most know me every time you call, it's like, take a breather. It's like, I know. you know, I mean, you work, you, you're, you're also like your Aunt Peg. You work a lot, too. You teach. You do your yeah, editing. Yeah, I'm a workaholic. <laughs> well, it's, it's an M-trait. We get that from Grandpa Ellsworth, my dad Ellsworth. Yeah. He was... Ethic. I have to give him. He's a tough guy sometimes, but I'll tell you what. He he learned. He taught us how to work. You know, we don't. Yeah, and it's funny because work. I have both grandfathers on both sides are literally the same uh-huh. as me. They are workaholics. My mom's dad is the same exact way. There's not a minute right. where there's like a dull moment. He's <laughs> just relaxing. He's exactly. And, moving and, and I get it from both sides. So I'm like, this is why I am the way I am. I get this endless energy, and I'm just up and about all the time. So. Yeah, I get this energy when I have no energy with the MS. You know, yeah. and, and the, the funny thing is that um, I respect that about my dad, um, that he did mm-hmm. teach me that, that, you know, how important it was. Education, you know, was number one with dad. He'd be so right. proud of all his 40-plus grandchildren, great-grandchildren, most of them bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, college, all graduated college. Grandpa is probably dancing in heaven. You know, because education, Grandpa had to quit school in, I think it was ninth grade, to help support the family of five. He was one of five, the oldest, to help his dad and mom. So, but he was a very intelligent man, but he didn't have the um, uh, the diploma, you know, and he worked yeah. hard and long hours. But <clears throat> he also, I, I would say, was head of the class at the School of Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. And he was able to teach. So he was a very talented man. People maybe saw him as a jerk at times. He could be. Who, who is it? He, but he was a very, very talented musician. Uh, taught me my love of music. Taught me music. Uh, he, he was certified to be a music teacher. My father has, if you Google elsewhere them, my father's name, you'll see. There, which surprised me. I didn't even know. I Googled his name one day, and it was, music came up in the Library of Congress. I was like, holy cow, I didn't know. I knew that about his mother, that she was, uh, you know, very good that way and did, wrote compositions. I didn't know that about my dad my whole life. He never said, I have something in the Library of Congress, you know. So there's music there. Uh, he he played with the Westchester Symphony Orchestra, but worked his two jobs at the church and at the railroad, Croton shops, you know. You know, he was a proud man. And uh, and I, I just want to give my dad a plug. You go elsewhere. You go ahead, Ed. We call him Ed. Ed. <laughs> You go, you go, Ed. You know, I miss our karaoke nights, you know. Thanks a lot. I said I was going out for Japanese food, but I didn't know what it was, you know. <laughs> but anyhow, um, you know, I, I credit him for who I am and, and what I'm doing. And both my parents, had, and there were issues. I mean, there was, there was issues growing up, like any house. I mean, it was very dysfunctional, very dysfunctional at times. But you know what? They were both very, very spiritual people. And they gave me that. And they instilled that into me, thank God, because that's what carried me through through the loss of so many, including my Megan Mark. And I want to give my parents, and I don't say it enough, I want to give them props on that one. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Thank you. I love you. 
So anyhow, sweetie pie, we got about five minutes. Is there anything you want to talk about, or? Well, actually, when we were on the topic of heaven is for real, there's a story about a famous artist, and it correlates uh-huh. to to Colton, actually. So mm-hmm. there's a girl that my mother was actually reading the story. There's a girl named Akiani. I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. So she's a child artist, and she saw Jesus in her dreams, and she became. Oh, I know who, you, who she is. I've seen her. Right. She's an artist. Okay. Seen her. So she, yeah. So she grew up as an atheist, and she was never taught who God was or about God. So one day she started right. having visions of him, and she started painting him. And one of the famous things she said was, "Where God takes me, He teaches me to paint." So. Mm-hmm. One of her most famous paintings is called The Prince of Peace, and it's a picture of Jesus. Now, the boy who, I've seen it. who inspired Heaven is for Real, Colton, he said mm-hmm. that her painting shows exactly what Jesus looks like. Because if you remember in the movie, he's always saying, oh, this person looks like that, that person doesn't look right. He said that when he mm-hmm. saw her painting, he's like, that's what Jesus looks like. That's exactly what he looks like. She captured it in a picture. So wow. by reading her book, I got really inspired to also tell you about that from reading that and also Heaven is for Real. And she wrote a book uh-huh. called Butterfly Passion, which I opened right wow. up to in the book the second that I read it. She wrote a poem called Butterfly Passion and also made a portrait of what she had written in the poem. So it's, wow. it's really beautiful. So I, I would definitely tell you if you like Heaven is for Real to read her book because it's very, mm-hmm. very similar to this story. What's, what's her Name again because I, I I've seen her, so her work. I've seen her Akiani, work. So her life, her art, and her poetry. Spell the name. Spell her name. It's A K I A N E. She's a Russian, isn't she? I think so. Yeah, I remember reading about she was Russian, and that's why A K I N E Akiani. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing her work years back. She was like nine years old when this happened, right? Right. She was on Oprah. Oprah did a whole documentary about her, and I think one uh-huh. of her most famous things like I love I had read the book like part of the book and I thought it was beautiful because in the one part her mom was asking her about heaven and about earth and Akiani Mm -hmm. said the earth will change all I know is that everything will be different there will be no fear no hatred and no hunger or pain only love and I and feel Cole, like that captures. Uh, and and Colton also said that too in in in, um heaven is real about the the earth going to be changed yeah, recall, and she right? said like she would look at the planet Earth and she would see it, but then there would be something mm-hmm. different. It wasn't exactly the same as how we remember it. There was something mm-hmm. changing. There was, you know, a transformation. So I thought that was really inspiring when I read her book. There's so many things that that we see and we think, but she feels them. She sees them and she paints them. And it's just very inspiring to see that a child, through a child's eyes, seeing heaven mm-hmm. and seeing God and all these beautiful things she's she is one of the most educated people, and she's a child. I, I admire her so people, much. So. Look at people that are autism or deaf and dumb, and, right. and, and look at Helen Keller. I mean, yeah, God, exactly. like I said to Sharon, God gives, gives us and he takes. He may mm-hmm. take what we, our perception is our own reality or what we see and what we hear, what we feel. We all own our own perception of life, just like we interpreting the Bible. We all right. perceive things. And the Bible differently, so don't knock people for doing it. As long as we're all working into the light, we're doing it. You know, I don't begrudge you for you know your interpretations or whatever. I'm not working of Satan. I don't want to know nothing about him. I don't want to know nothing about dark energies. I'm a Christian woman. I love Jesus. You know, he's the man. He's the man. He's the man with the plan. You know, and just you know, don't knock people for their belief. And uh, we're down to like a minute and a half of the show. Um, I'm going to be very interested talking to Sharon tomorrow because I want to. 
get these authors' names. I would love to have them on the show. Do some readings. Call in if you would like a reading. Um, Melissa and I always seem to pull them off. We did pretty good tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I got one half. Amy Bob. Yep, so we got 90 seconds, so if we get cut okay. off, I just want to thank everyone. Um, to be honest, we have a show next week. Uh, Melissa, you and I are going to see that movie together, I hope, right? Yes, I, we I are. To see. We have a movie date. Yes, I've I got to be there. And um, well, next week's show, I don't know what we're doing next week. Um, we'll talk uh, during the week, and we'll decide <laughs> what the show is about. Or maybe after talking to Sharon tomorrow, we'll bring one of her author friends on and talk about yeah. the reasons. Actually, I think that would be good because it would be like a week and a half before Easter. The right, that would be perfect. Yeah, Melissa, I love you. I'm glad you're feeling better. And Pegster needs some sleep tonight, so everybody leave me alone because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Okay, you can take a nap. Oh, no, I'm sleeping all night through, and then I'll get up and talk to Sharon and start my day at work again, okay? There you go. I love you all. God bless, and uh, happy Easter. we still got a couple weeks, and think of the reason for the season, and, and go out and help somebody. Go out and do something for somebody. Don't condemn people. Go out, and, and it, it's easier to love than to hate. Right, Melissa? I definitely agree with you. All right, so let's end our show on that. Let's love each other, okay? Peace and love yes. to everybody in life. Okay, have a good night, everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the positive. So peace, my friends, and um, thank you for calling in or, and uh, listening to the show. God bless you all. Good night now. Good night, Melissa. Okay, I love you. Love ya. Okay, night-night.